Hello and welcome to Women That Make Money. I am Dr. Sheikha Square and in this podcast, we talk everything money, relationship, life, spending money, making money, growing money, growing self, um, and why you need to do all of that and still heal. Um, I wanted to create a space where we could have a community to discuss these things and still have tons of fun because we are women. Um, So sit back, enjoy, always, always, always have something to write on and something to write with because as you know, I always leave it all on the stage and drop the mic. So here we are, women that make money. Enjoy. So I am Dr. Sheikha Square. I'm Melissa McClendon. And um, tell us about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, Dr. Square is has been my business coach, life coach for many years now. Um, and we have gotten grown very close over the years. Um, but I sell real estate, you know, do a little <laughs> real estate. And um, that's about it. Thank you so much. Thought about it, so she's being very coy right now because how many times were you featured in the top real estate producer in the city and the state? And then she's like the president of the real estate people in the city, like, <laughs> and then she's like a broker. And then she was like, Oh, how many million did you do last year? 15, 15 million, 15 million. I didn't do 15 million. <laughs> She like shut up, so that makes her uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, I posted something the other day where I said, "Yeah, a lot of my clients didn't, including this one, Stacy. I'm yeah, I put that right. A lot of my clients did pass me up as far as a procurements and securements and the amount of money. And some people would feel a way about that. For me, that's the point." And it's like, then, you know, you got to come step back and then you got to get your money up. Because it's like, you know, I can't be outdoing me all the way. But to watch them, and it, I, my post was, yeah, a lot of my clients passed me up, but they, I, I never had a mentor like me. Um, and so, like, to watch them do it, I'll watch social media and I'm like, you know, because that's the point. And so one of the reasons that I talk about money all the time, I think, some of it is probably childhood trauma. So I do a lot of deep work too. Like if we're being honest, I think I'm still trying to save the financial ruin that I experienced um, when I was a child. So I, I really want to empower women to understand that you don't have to be broke. Like, you know, a lot of us have this in the back of our mind that we got to struggle. I was one of them. I remember telling my cousin, oh, it's always hard. Always got to struggle. And I want, one of the reasons I do this work is because I want women to know you don't have to struggle. Like you don't have to struggle. You don't have to be broke. You don't have to be ashamed to make money. I know with Melissa, um, a few years ago, <laughs> when I opened my first tax location, we had a conversation and she, I'm, she's talked about this on social media. That's not me on social media before, but she would always have two slow months. I think January and February, she would always have two slow months. Right. And she accepted it. That's the, I'm accepting being broke mentality. I'm gonna get take the jacket off in a second because I'm sweating. But she was like, you know, it's just it's just like that. And I said, why? Like, why is it like that? She was like, oh, it's like that for everybody. You know, January February just historically slow. I was like, 
Well, no, let's change that. Why you got to be broke in January and February? And so she, it, we worked to the point where didn't that become like your top months? Like she started making so much money in January and February. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of the reason I got into this work is because I want people to know you don't got to be broke. You can have whatever life you're broke. Well, you're broke is broke, but your abundance and my abundance may be different. But when you realize what it looks like and how you want it to look, then you can go after it and achieve it. And you don't have to necessarily compare because what Stacy may want may be different from what I want. But, you know, I like opulence, like everything. If I do it, I do too much, like everything. Somebody else, it may be putting your, like, <laughs> she don't want, it may be for her. I was asking her once and for her, it was being able to pay for her daughters to go to college. Like, and they had no debt. I guess that's cute too. Um, <laughs> that's cute. You know, but imagine how much because one of them went to Howard, right? So, but you know, like getting out of comparing yourself. So that was one of the main reasons I got into this. Tell us why you got into real estate. Um, I got into real estate. It's very funny. I got into real estate going through a divorce, was going through a tough time. Um, the house I was living in, I was like, I need to get out of this house. It's bad vibes. It's all kinds of stuff. Um, tried to sell a house with a real estate agent and I felt like she didn't give me a hundred percent. Um, so me being who I am, my sisters are back that ain't know who I am. Um, I was like, I'm going to real estate school. I'm gonna sell a sucker myself. Mm -hmm. So, um, that was why I went to real estate school. Um, never intended to make this a career. My sister that's sitting back there, Bridget, um, my first sale was her and I got that check. I said, Ooh, Ooh it was like $4,600. And I was like, I could really make something happen with this. I'm a single mom. I got two daughters. Um, so I started doing it part-time. Um, and I had a career over here and I was doing it part-time, but I realized like, I just did it with love. It wasn't like, um, oh, I'm trying to be the best. I'm, none of that. I did it with love. And what happened is my spirit who I was I'm very shy by nature I'm very reserved um but I gave love I did it as a servant and what happened is business started coming to me so my business was so big started being so big that I had to quit my job um and now you have what you have now mm -hmm. you know it's, it's grown to what it is now I just thought about I'm about to put you, Daquana, on, on the spot. <laughs> so Daquana is one of my youngest clients, right? She came to me on uh, 24, 23, 24, right? I didn't know what to do with her. I was like, 24, really? Do you even got any money? Um, You know, <laughs> and so she came on as life coach and she's a business coaching client right now. But one of the things, like I have, I, don't get mad. I probably have the most fun with her on the sessions. <laughs> I know, look at you like. Um, mainly because of her age. Like we talk probably reckless sometimes. <laughs> but one thing that when you were talking about how, you know, I made so much money, I had to leave my job and do it. She went from, I'm not, can I say some numbers? She went from, when we started working together, she went from like 30,000. To make it to hitting what you had, like 120,000, 150,000 mm -hmm. tax return, yeah. like at 26. Like, and so some money makes a lot. Of, I see some people wiggling in your seat. You may not want 150, you may want 98. But the thing is, if you keep telling yourself that's too much, I don't need that, you're not gonna have the 98. 
And so a lot of this was just so, and you got to get out of, I just want to be comfortable. I, I've, I've recently learned that. I was reading Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. And he said, you know, middle class, they think they're doing something because they say, I just want to be comfortable. I just want to be comfortable. How many, don't raise your hand. But how many people just in your head, raise your hand, have been struggling in your, I just want to be comfortable. I know I was. And so that was a lot of the reason I wanted people to, you know, get out of their own way and make, just make a ton of money. And if you don't want it, give it away. Like Jeff Bezos, that's the, um, what he was, I think he stepped down, but he was the CEO of Amazon and he's the founder and his wife, they got a divorce, right? And she gets million billions, buku money on the regular. Well, she gives it away. She literally donates it like millions partly to piss him off. Um, <laughs> she wrote about it like, oh, <laughs> I'm, you gonna pay me all this money just so I could just randomly donate it to people. So if you, if you're not all the way accepting, like me, I'm, I will give my 10%, but I'm on all the other part. Um, you know, but if that's not true and that's cool, you want to get 50 or 60, but still make it. Like still make the money. If you need help, make get at me I can help you but make the money because it's out there and you could be helping somebody mm -hmm. like you know like if we wasn't making money this makes us uncomfortable and I'm gonna laugh all in my face <laughs> we couldn't put the event on like we couldn't we couldn't do it like and so stuff like that like make the money be okay making the money the money is out there so we're not gonna stand the people walking in so any questions we're gonna segue to another topic any questions If it's humbleness or you got a humility, like you can't talk about it. And it's like, I talk about it and I, I want people to be uncomfortable. That way, when you broke and you can't pay your bills, you go, dang, she was right. Like, and so it's not even... And so, in, in, and even this next statement, it's not even a brag. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Because some of, even, you can say what you want about it. It's not, so the thing we have, we've been taught a lot of our beliefs about money by people who didn't have it. Look at she, yeah. Yeah. And so they tell us, you can sit wherever you like. There's a chair here, a chair here. Um, and, you know, we, we've been taught that you can't talk about it. You shouldn't make it. If you make too much, you're a bad person. That's out of context. And so that's why I tell people, well, if you're uncomfortable, make it and give it away. Like, if you're a good person without it, 
You're going to be a great person with it. Somebody. Or they'll make it and sabotage it. Like, that's the thing. Like, they'll make it and sabotage it because it's like, I'm, I, oh, I shouldn't, you know, or they give it away. Or they, it yeah, is. it's, it's like, like it's a negative thing. Um, and you, like we were talking, we grew up a couple of streets down from each other, right? And we're in the same age group. So you grow up a certain kind of way. Right. And so you 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 don't know those people like growing up, you know, we grew up in a cutoff. Right. So there was the black neighborhood and there was the white neighborhood. Right. And you didn't know the people in the white neighborhood. So it's it's this difference of where you live, who you are, where you come from. So it's it's like that's foreign. And then when you start getting it, you feel like, well, my other people may not have that. Um, so you sometimes feel guilty. I know for me. You know, you may have some guilt that comes with it. Um, it's a lot of different emotions that come with it. And you may not realize that that's happening. Mm-hmm. It could be subconscious. And so that's something we have talked about over and over again, yeah. like subconsciously, um, the way we relate to it, because it is, it's spiritual. It is. It's, um, it's energy. Yeah. Let me add something to what you said. And it's so ironic you said it. Like, we really just realized we broke two streets from each other. So I recently, me and my husband recently purchased a house in Carlton, New Jersey. I can remember going to school as a little girl, being on a uh, bus, and you would see the school buses that go back into the Carlton, New Jersey, that that like, you know, just being honest, a lot of the white children would get off and walk to those big old houses. They'd be like, and wow. Just that stuff and just never see a black child or a school bus from a black you know school stop in that neighborhood so literally me and my husband just purchased a house back there and i remember having this aha moment like i can remember being a little now thinking i never had yeah and to know that i come from and that i'm able to afford it and not when i be out there when i go over the rest I got chills as you were saying that because I, I remember like certain neighborhoods like that's that's the white school or that's the white neighborhood and and now like where I live because I don't live far from you it's like man this is neighborhoods that we drove past and it's like you know I'm, I can live in that house and it, and and you realize that's not even that big Right, you exactly. know, <laughs> I need more space. Yeah. Right, right. I know for me. So another reason, if you still haven't connected with money and you nervous, you know about it, or you have subconscious blocks. I remember when I first moved into my house. Um, I live uptown, and I was sitting outside on a swing. I have an outdoor sofa on the thing now because it's big and I can fall asleep, but it's definitely and so I, I had a swing and they had some kids grabbing. I mean comfortable like in the fall, baby. I said I need a balcony because somebody gonna be standing over me one day. Um I'd be knocked out on that porch. But I was sitting I was coming outside because you know uptown they have second lines and people walk into the second lines and stuff like that. And I was coming outside I was by the door and I heard some little kids walk by and they say, there gotta be white people that live in that house. I said, let me go in and represent. <laughs> and um, that gotta be white people. You know, because I had my car parked in the parking lot, parking lot all clean, you know, I mean, in the driveway. And so I came outside. I said, no, I'm black. 
And um, she was like, you live there? And they were teenagers. So even if you want to make it just to be a representation, mm -hmm. like, of what can happen. What can be like, so now that child will be like, I don't, that could be just a spark. I don't have to be broke no more. Mm -hmm. And I have to live in poverty no more. Like, you know, and so it's like, there's so many different reasons why you can make it, but we focus on, oh, well maybe, you know, like I grew up, we, I lived in the projects. We lived, my mom was a single mother. I remember all kind of crazy stuff happening and she don't know nothing about none of that. And it's just like, even if you do it just I don't I do it for me and some people that's uncomfortable for people too I do it for me like I I'm I, I don't want to curse because I know they got some people she like don't curse <laughs> but some you, Christians here. so yeah I know and I respect it and um and so you know just but but doing it in a way to where I could also live a life that I can be proud of mm -hmm. And then the blessings can't overflow. Like I can help other people live a life that they're proud of. And so, you know, that's that's why we call it money. What is it? Money dating in real life? Mm -hmm. You know, like it's, it's real life out here. Like, you know, we all need it for whatever you need it for. You need it for something. You can go above needing it and come up with a plan. That's why, you know, I came up with um, the business of winning courts. Like, so you can come up with a plan of how to use your money. So I think we want to talk like about there's so many people um like beyond making money, you can make a million dollars. Yeah. So much of it is your mindset. Yeah. Because you can make money and still be broke. Yes. Broke. Um broke. I feel like a lot of us making money has to do with attaching from old habits. Yeah. Of when we were broke versus when we were making money. Right. So many people make money. But they're afraid to make money because they're afraid of how other people look at it. And they sabotage it. Yeah. Like you change because you make each I was supposed to. You know. Right. So yeah. Management. management. I, I was on the way here and uh, a good client of mine is having issues with a business partner who has some money management issues. And like, he just sold a house. He just made a big check and he's like broke living off credit cards right now. So we were having this conversation. I'm like, it's not about the money. It's not about the money. It, you can make less money and manage it better. And it's like you, it's like you have way more money than the next person. So it's about that management. Mm -hmm. So, and that's a mindset. It is. So we were just talking about that. I'm like, man, he just, I just sold a property. I know what his check was like, and he's living off credit cards. Mm -hmm. So whatever he did with it. So he want he has these um, big visions, right? He wants to make all this money. But the thing is, you got to get, you got to get the management under control because you could make a million dollars, but if you don't have the management, you, you, you still going to be broke. Yeah. So that's why you see like people win the lottery, they go broke cause they don't have the management. So, um, yeah. so I think that goes alongside the money, the management, the mindset about all it. of it. All that's of why it. I was, when I first got into business, I was trying to figure out, like, I was like, it's going to be weird if I talk about mindset and money, people are not going to understand mm -hmm. it, but you kind of need both of them. Mm -hmm. Like I'm still erasing. I was reading, I think I was two books at the same time. I'm always like audio paperbacks, you know. So I was doing Secrets of a Millionaire Mind and I can't remember the, the name. Um, That's a really good book. It is. I love it. Love it. Secrets of, I didn't write it, so I'm not even just, I need to ask him to give me a, a influencer check, but because I be plugging it. Secrets of, it's a, a dense book, but it's excellent. Um, And I was um reading, what's the lady name that I 
Marianne Williamson. Um, I forgot the name of the book. You can DM me or come up to me later and I can look for it. But I was listening to her book, reading, and I would be crying because it would be like, oh no, baby, you broke because this. And I'll be He's right, you know, mm-hmm. like you, you still trying to, you know, when you were a child, what did you see when you were growing up? You know, and then it was like, well, how does that, then what the other ladies like, well, how does that translate into who you're dating? I was like, I know you, <laughs> I know you like, and it's like, and so it's like, <laughs> I, I really was, I one day I came out to you, the money, your money is tied to your standards and your dating and Girl, I heard the other day. We here now. We in the oh, day. No. We here. <laughs> Wait. So we have arrived. So I was listening to something and they said, I was like, oh my gosh. She's, the lady said, if you find yourself dating men who don't have enough money to be the breadwinner but want to be in control, that's a standards issue. Not all the time. Not no more. They be having money now. But back in the day, oh my God, I have so many broke dudes who want to be like telling me what to do. I'm like, I mean, I know it's not about the money. And he like, wait a minute. Now, um, it's not. Let me explain. It's not about the money. I think a lot of your standards related to money, related to dating, come from somewhere else that you are not even aware of. That's the point. That's what I learned. A lot of how I see relationships was to not, I I was resisting something I saw when I was growing up. Mm. Whatever you resist, it's bigger. I was fighting what I didn't want and attracting things that made me uncomfortable and relive what was comfortable from childhood. The way you spend money, you literally have to do work to get past a certain income. Like some of you notice you always make the same amount of money or you always spend to where you make the same amount of money. You have to do work to get past that. And so like, as you make more money, you literally need to do work so that you're not dating people who spend all of your money or make you, let's go here. So after Katrina, after Katrina, right? I was, I'm not gonna tell you how it was, but after Katrina, I I always did get money. Like even in my 20s, I always did get money. But I was dating this guy. And I would hear about, but I was in Baton Rouge because I lost everything. But I was dating this guy and I would hear about how people were buying up properties for, for pennies because people didn't know better. 4,000, 2,000, like big old lots, houses. And I was like, let's go to, you know, because I got all this money. You know, I always have all this money. Let's go to New Orleans and let's just buy up some stuff. He was like, that's stupid. Nobody's not doing that. Now, how many of these people around here own everything because they had $10,000 or $20,000 and they bought blocks? And so when your standards and your ideology is all, it doesn't just impact or affect or infect one area. It, 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 it's commingled. Like you, you know, and I was like, oh, okay, that's stupid. <laughs> Okay, you know, and I didn't buy it. I didn't give him my money, but you know, I didn't buy it. And I just was like, dang, I wish I was dating somebody else or was where I am now to understand where I could have been. So what they say the person that you date or the person that you with influences every area. Every area. Who you marry. It's so important who you marry. 
because they affect you, whether it's they, they bring you down, they stress you out, you can't be your best self, um, you know, so many different areas or their mindset, you know, they, you can't move forward because they're pulling you back. So that's so important. It is important. Um, and yeah, we need to. I feel like a lot of relationships too, um, as it, rela- as it correlates with money is because of trauma bond. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. So you're comfortable. You or the money that you're not making is because the provision that a man is providing yeah. for you for, from things that you didn't receive in a childhood. So I'm not making money because you can provide it and you're holding your money over me. And some relationships. They talk about that in the secrets of a millionaire mind too, right? So he talked about how his wife, when growing up, his um her parents would say, Oh, your daddy the only one with money. Your daddy, go get some money from your daddy. daddy. So when she got married, she expected to be kept and she would spend up everything. So they were constantly going in debt because, you know, my man got all the money. You know, I don't know how to manage it. I don't look at money like that. And whenever she would get money from her dad, she would automatically spend it. She didn't have to manage it. And so some of the things you're doing, that's why I was crying. I think I was on the blog or you like, like, because you're like, oh my God, that's why. Like, that's why my income is, you know, it's like you got to fight to get through your own barriers. Like, there's unlimited dollars. Unlimited. And so you could literally be making an excess, like quadruple what you're making now. Quadruple. I know, Stacy, you could attest. I, I, you haven't said no numbers, but if we being honest, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. If we being honest, like you can literally transform your income. And your life. And your entire life. Mm-hmm. You too. From the mindset shift. And so then getting the understanding of where you put your money. Like one of the things is I be knowing people. So I can, if I don't know about it, I put you in front of another person. That'll know. Like, you know, I don't know a lot about that, but I used to date this guy. Remember that? <laughs> I used to date this real estate investor. Call him. Don't tell him I'm here. Just, just tell him I sent you. <laughs> and, but he was helpful though, wasn't he? And so it's just like, you know, understanding that, understanding how interrelated. And I know for me, dating just, it had to change. Like you can't, when you move up, you can't date just to date no more. Like one, you got too much to lose. Like I can't, you know, some of these, what are you like? Come on now, speak on it. You know, all the money girl. Okay. <laughs> so you can't date just to be dating anymore and then some people and 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 the important thing and i want you to tell me how you feel about okay. this is you got to be careful who you date because if they don't have nothing to lose that look at she like who do i know <laughs> i think go ahead okay so what i mean they want to know the people want to know i'm gonna go into detail so like if you're dating somebody like me, I invest in stocks. I want my real estate portfolio to get up. You know, I'm building legacies. This is bigger than me. Like, it's, I'm having fun with this, but it's bigger. Like, I want my children's children's children to be like, I, we ain't never got to worry about where we're going to live. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm thinking about money. I'm, I'm managing my money. I'm, 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 I want to know how to make it. And let's say you date Mr. Fine. He got a good job. He made good money or he, whatever, but he doesn't care about investing. That's the um, bug. Oh, no fire. He doesn't, let's say he doesn't care about, and I'm talking about for me, equally yoked with me. 
He doesn't care about investing. He's perfectly fine where he is. Like, and where he is is not bad. But that's, but he's perfectly fine where he is, but he doesn't have any aspirations or goals because he's perfectly fine where he is. What'll happen is that may bring you into a situation where one, I've seen jealousy, where they don't understand why you're so motivated. You know, like we went, I was dating this guy, we went, and my friend dogged me out for this. We went to California during Christmas, right? And we were staying in the Four Seasons, which is right across from the arena where they play football. I mean, look, see, basketball. And I was, I ended up staying next to some of the basketball players, like in the suites, like on the top floor and their security guards and stuff like that. Okay. So I get on the phone and we're laughing. You, Her and I are laughing about it or whatever. We pulling the Rolls Royces everywhere. I was like, see, this is what I make money for. Like this is, no, not not for the basketball for the um the experience like look these people this is their every day you know me i this is christmas this is their every day they going to work and so i was on the phone with him and i'm running into him and they you know all the basketball and he got mad i was excited he got mad and so but also he couldn't understand why you aspiring like why your hotels cost so much why are you aspiring to have this life? And so if somebody, and, and what it, one thing it taught me, if somebody's not constantly growing and learning and expanding like you, they might put you in situations that might get you caught up too because they, they don't have nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. They're not, you know, they're not, like if you're, if they don't understand the mission, they don't understand the vision and the purpose, they don't, they're not concerned if you get caught up or you lose it all or something like that. And that's, you have to make sure your standards are in place. I don't care how fine you is. You know, and he was fine. <laughs> you know, but you got to be like, yeah, you know, mm, because I have I have a lot to lose. And he didn't. And so it's just, you you got to be careful about that. You, something we you've told me before, um, being evenly yoked. So, um, and we've talked in depth a about lot. it because not just being evenly yoked in relationships, but yeah, business, business partnerships, and um, you know, you're not friendships, everything. Um, if you're not aligned, it's like it's a pull and tug because either you're gonna say, and and I mean, whatever you desire is your business, and and if that's what's on your heart, if that's what works for you, so be it. Um, but sometimes a person will discourage you from doing that. Yeah, they don't or get you'll it. bring yourself down because you're like, well, no, I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. So you have to make sure you're evenly yoked. Yeah. Um, and I just remember years ago when I was married, um, this girl I worked with was actually talking to somebody else. And um, she was saying, sometimes God doesn't bless you because who you connected to. Mm -hmm. And I was like, like, she didn't even know she was talking to me. And he was like, and oh, I got to get out of there. <laughs> And she didn't know. I mean, and she was talking to somebody else and I'm listening. And she said, it's who you connected to. And, and looking at myself now, because once I broke that connection, I became Melissa. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was because I was connected to somebody. I couldn't go to the next level. Cause I, I can't bless him. I, Cause I was connected to him and it, it wouldn't have worked. You know? I know for me, I've heard so many times in my head, I can't bless them. Like you can stay connected to, but I can't bless you while you connected to them because I can't bless them. Or sometimes if I bless you and you with them, they gonna mess it up. And now I got time for that. So I'm not gonna bless you with that. I know some people like my thing is once if I leave and my life gets better, 
I don't look. She was laughing at me. I don't do. I don't make the block. <laughs> like if my money go up, my skin start looking better. <laughs> I get more clients. By what people think, girl, you looking good. I don't make the blocks. Like, so you don't fumble my bag. Like, don't ever fumble me. Like, if we ever together, if y'all know somebody, y'all have a good father, you better tell don't fumble me because I be gone, gone. They got some of them that still call me every year for my birthday. Let me take you out. Let me call you back. You know, like, no. Because it's like, when I was with you, I was so blinded I couldn't see mm-hmm. that I was wasting my time. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when I realized it and I stopped wasting my time, my time was utilized by and so, you know, it's on the TV. What you was about to say? No, I don't think I was saying nothing. Um, oh, I was listening to something the other day, um, Tyrese, and he was saying, um, oh, Lord. this is when you know, <laughs> oh, Lord. this is when you know, like you're not supposed to be connected to somebody. He was like, you ever looked at somebody like two or three years after you broke up, and y'all used to be all in love, and you're like, oh my God, I can't live without this person, and then you sit and you run into him like two, three years later, and you like, look back and you're like, what was that thinking? <laughs> Did I really date? Yeah. Yeah. Because that wasn't, you wasn't even the yoke. That wasn't, you were no. going through something. Yeah. You look like you're saying, I don't even know. I know. That's embarrassing. I date them real fine, though. I ain't going to lie to you. I, I date them real, real. And I mean, look at she, Lord Jesus. I, they be real, real fine, real, you know. So I, you have high standards. I do have I very high, in the looks department and Sometimes it fluctuates in other one, but usually I told you I'm gonna give me chocolate. I've dated broke before. I tried it. Not anymore. And I'll talk about why. What I found was this is my experience. Cause I wanted at one point in time I was like, I used to only date entrepreneurs, only date men who had leisure to take me out randomly during the day. And then I was like, but I wasn't married. I wasn't, you know, I was dating. So I was like, maybe I'm excluding people. So let me just give more people a try. Because she's like, no. And so what I found was I would encounter jealousy. Some of the same stuff that you encounter. Um, some of the same stuff you encounter with men with money, you encounter men without money. So it's like, and then, but the biggest thing for me would be the lack of understanding of why I'm going after things. And then something else as I've evolved is I feel like if I date you and we don't work out, I should still leave better, edified. But I think only a person with goals, dreams, and aspirations can understand that. Like, what did what did you teach me when I left? Some of it, it, it don't even have to be just about money. But what did you teach me? Like I was dating this guy. He was a real estate investor. And he would sit down and just give me the, the playbook freely. You need, to, you need to fix your credit. I need your credit to be this. Let me show you this house. This is where you need to buy. Like, just give me the game. You need to make more money. This is how you're going to do it. You know, like, so if I date you, how am I going to leave the same? And you shouldn't even be comfortable with me. Leave. This is my belief. This is my, so don't take my belief unless you really want it. Because you're going to be like, why don't you date nobody in like six months? Like, if I leave, I want to, I want you to feel better too. I don't want to drain you for the life of you. But I want to, I think we both should leave better. And one of the things that's important to me is, what can I gain? 
not just I'm not talking just purses, but like, you know, for Christmas, did you buy me a billboard? <laughs> um, you know, like if your credit better than mine, did you put me on there as an authorized user? Um, if you know about investing better than me in stocks, did you did you give me the game? And so look at she like, tell me, girl. Well, And that's cool. Right. It's important. <laughs> no, it's important. I'm I'm a romantic. Just like I said, when I do something like I love love. I think it's cute. But I also realize and we gotta be understanding of where we're going. Like where are we going? Like what are we doing? Where are we going? And I think that's that's what I've missed in the past because you oh my god you're so fine i love you you're so nice to me you know whatever whatever but it's like where are we going can we build together do you understand why i build like right now it's 7 40 at night and i'm working working you know the wrong person they don't understand why all day today i'm getting this together we on the phone with vendors you know we planning this my next event for october is already planned the one in november is already planned. i'm gonna be gone they don't, don't get think, it. I don't think it's understanding. I think it's being realistic. I don't. So for me, because this is not even a just show you the red signs from the gate. But I think so. My thing is, if you have sim similar goals, look, you go ahead. I see y'all in it. I like them next. They be angry. Like a lot of men who are not doing what they feel they should be doing, the ones that I did are angry. Yep. And, and I'm tired angry, of dating angry men. They're not able. They're not able to treat the way. Yeah. The way, yeah. The way they want to treat you. And they feel inadequate. Right. And they be angry. I'm gonna say that again. And and we say things, but I, I would say for females as well, a lot of people don't know there's a direct correlation in there. Yeah. Like they don't even know they outside of how they should be acting. Yeah, and so that's that was for me too. Like some of those that during my broke man era, they was mad. Like, you know, just be what you doing? Why you, you be like, oh my god, like hello, like what's happening? People, you know, like, I'm serious. I know a few of y'all that met a few, you know, like, they was, like, all right, finally, go ahead, say something. So, I was just going to say, I think it also is directly uh, correlated with um, how, 
how they feel as a person. Like they yeah. see you and your drive and you yeah. Right. It's just like I I me and Melissa kind of right here. Yeah. I went through a similar marriage situation. Yeah. Like I had to try mm -hmm. versus like stop doing that. You're doing too much. Put it down. I'm going to... So when they when you are with somebody and they don't have that same drive or ambition, yeah. like they know they have the ability and you have the confidence right. in yourself. I'm gonna be mad. Yeah. And so that's so that's why I'm just like, you know, I think it's important for me to date people where we they understand the vision, I understand the vision. We you know, we can really accomplish things together and build together and um almost like puzzle pieces. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm really strong in some areas and some areas I'm not. Mm -hmm. Like and then they bring it, but we res respect. So you you got to date different if you want bigger money too. I thought somebody wanted to say no. So you can date as ambitious as you are to make No, and I tell you, I have friends. For it depends what you want, but I think I have friends who I think everybody got to understand their role. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about they got to be stay at home. Like I have a friend whose husband, like she's. Super, I would say famous. I'll just say, right? And she travels a lot and they have a bunch of kids. When she's traveling, she don't have to call the nanny. He stay back with the kids. And he's fine with it. I've never seen him look resentful or anything. He has his own thing too. But I think you have to understand what you're getting into. And and, and so I know like some people, I, even though like the, uh, I think HGTV, one person will be super famous and she might marry a construction worker or a contractor. But build some houses. It compliments. Build me some houses. Like, I got the vision. I don't know how to build. So I don't think it has to be like that, but I think they got to want more and they got to be okay with it and they got to read. You know, they got to be willing to go to places and learn because you can't stay the same and keep developing, you know, for a high-value, ambitious woman. So... Yeah. And it's also it's not about even being jealous, but sometimes they're just not there to support you. Yeah. They don't bother you. Yeah. Oh, but you I'll want I want to see you. I want you to be proud of me. But they won't support you. Yeah. Like you're doing it alone or you're trying to bring them with you. Yeah, so of course. Taking so much time yeah. away from your goals because you're trying to I don't want to leave him behind but he's okay with being on the sofa. I've been there. Or he's yeah. okay with going to that nine to five, maybe paying his taxes, doing a little bit something. But when you are so ambitious and they are not even supporting you, meaning they're not doing something to hold you up. Mm -hmm. That's just as worse as someone not I agree. supporting you. So exactly. you can get comfortable. That's true. Yeah. I also have men, because I don't think it's just broke men. Mm -hmm. You have men with money that will take you through the ringer. Who? You know what I'm saying? But like, see, y'all ain't going to like this next statement. That's why. I, mm -hmm. um, or they may want you to play down, right? But, so, yeah. I ain't gonna, so if I got to deal with it when you broke, I'd rather date somebody. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. At least I get a night. I said it. I'd rather they very, very true. You know? Or they may want you to stay in a certain place or they may, you know, not want you yeah. to necessarily fulfill you. I mean, I I've dated them. So, you know, or they, they may just stress you out so much. Just stress you out. Too. They <laughs> you know you can't even focus on your goals. So you um, really you really gotta get that in check. But it's the the being evenly yoked. You have to yeah. be. Because they you know.
you will never get to where you're meant to be in life. You will never get all the riches you're meant to have as long as you keep people attached to you. That's not meant to be. Right. Um, I come to child centers and I talk to my parents all the time. They have, they have prices and stresses and conditions and that. And sometimes I have to tell them, my other father, sister, brother, you can have to them out to life. Put them on hold. away from you. Those are the people that keeping you from excelling to your next level. So it doesn't even relate to just relationships. Yeah. Relationships, but literally, as long as you have the wrong people attached to you, you are you are hindering yourself from gathering all that needs to be positive in your life. <laughs> So I have a question, I guess, pertaining to like, what are your thoughts on marriage? Because I feel like so many people get caught up into money that, I mean, and I guess everybody's morals, standards in life, and desires are different, but I feel like, you know, so many people get caught up into making money that it's like, okay, as women, once we make, we, we hit a certain age, now you like, all rolling along, start ticking, and then it's like, you want to crunch to like get married and have kids because for so many years we put everything else on the back burner to make money. You know, when ultimately you can do it all and still make money, you know? I don't know. So for me, so for me, um, I, I believe I want to be married. The thing is, what I changed though, and, and what I realized for me is that once again, society tells a lot of women that you're not fulfilled or enough if you're not partnered up. And so I would be like, oh, I got to get married. Oh, I, you know, I got to date more. I got to, you know, because I got to, I got to, I got to. And I would be missing it, missing the life that I'm actually living and being more at peace with the life that I'm actually living versus thinking that something is missing because I'm not married yet. And so I do aspire to be married. I honestly, I want to be married to someone that I want to be married to. Mm -hmm. And that we, we like, we, we understand it. Like we're building a life together. And we want to be with each other for forever. And so I'm willing to, you know, keep certain things in place so I can marry the right person for me. And they feel like I'm the right person for them instead of constantly and I and something that's a little different for me I already had a child so my clock ain't ticking it's it died like <laughs> and so I'm not in a situation so I understand if you're in a different situation I'm not in a situation like well I want to have kids I gotta give you know blah 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 it's gone so it's just <laughs> about a, a life a partner in love at this point and somebody I can I enjoy you and I like you so I do want to be married uh, but it's always been I want to be married to the right person. I've had people that want to be, and you be like, mm, I don't think that's right for me. And you got to be okay saying no too. But then you got to ask yourself, then why are you even dating these people? You know, this ain't somebody you want to be with. So, but I do believe in marriage. I definitely do. Um, you know, we talk about that. I'm, I'm I'm a lover girl. Um, but it took you a while to accept it. Did. It did, and um, you know, I spent a big chunk of my life. Um, trying to, 
you know, drive after things for different reasons. Cause I was a single mother. I had different reasons, but now I look back and I'm like, all that time is gone. You know, you look back, you're like, where did all that time go? Cause I was hustling, I was grinding, I was working. And so now that my kids have gotten pretty much out the house, I have a lot of time with me. Yeah. And it is the scariest thing. Kim and I talk about it sometimes. Scary is, is well, it's not scary. It, it, I mean, all these, I all these things pop up that, um, like, like Bree called me one day. She's like, what's going on with you? And I'm so quiet because it's like, I'm at this time in my life where I'm focusing on me. Right. And I, I don't have, I don't have to worry about my children, but they're doing it good. It's Melissa time. And what, what am I dealing with? What do I want? So that's what I'm sitting down. Like, what do I want? What will make, what is my next part of my life going to look like? And, um, I've mastered the money. Hey, I mean, I've done it. I've mastered the business. Um, that's on cruise control. That's going well. Now, what do I want my life to look like? And marriage is one of those things. I want it. I want it, um, with the right person. That's super important. Um, cause I don't want to be tied up with nobody cause I don't have time for that. Like, you know, I, I, I want to be with somebody, but I want to be with somebody that that's genuinely a right fit for me because I don't want to be arguing. I don't want unhappiness. I don't need it. Um, so yeah, it's important. And I think, I think you can have it all. I think you I can, do. you can do well financially and me making money. is not just about me. It's about my kids. It's about my family. It's about if, if one of my friends says they need something, I can do it. That, that brings me joy. That makes me happy. It's not just for me to go buy a bag. Cause I, I don't care. Um, it is about when my daughter car broke down the other day and I was able to write a check for $2,600 and get it fixed. That's what matters to me. Um, I like bags too. Though. I like bags too. Don't get me wrong. I do. I do. But it's, 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 I, and ex, you know, in my but she right though. Cause something for me and we're going to wrap it up and yeah, wrap something for me, <clears throat> uh, maybe a year or so ago, I needed like, you know, when you get luxury cars, there's luxury price tags with fixing stuff. Right. And so I had to buy new tires, time for new tires. The tires that were on that came with the car, they were more high to buy new tires. And I think it was, they're like $400 a piece, right? So it was like $1,600, right? Back in the day, I would have had to not get new tires. Let me get one and a possible. <laughs> and then which one is the worst? And because I can't, $1,600. Oh my God, how am I paying my, you know? But I was able to be like, oh yeah, do yeah, do all the tires. And you know, like I was asking, do y'all have the little thing you could put on the back, you know? And I wrote the check and- what luxury cars something else I love is that they give you a nice rental car. Like, so there's things, little luxuries mm -hmm. that are actually big luxuries that come with making more money. I was able to buy my tires. They fix something else under the, I don't even remember. I just be like, give me a, a printout because what you're not going to say is that you didn't fix it. Mm -hmm. And I bring it to the dealership. They give me a nice car and you going about your business. And as a woman, I don't have to worry about my tires not being right. And when you buy your tires from the dealership, let me, let me school them. They anything <laughs> happens to your tires, and so they fix it and get not fix it. You get a brand new tire for two years. Gotta be riding on these raggedy streets. Going, oh, I hope I get a new car. <laughs> I hope I got one the other day, and they get they don't fix, they don't patch it. You get a brand new tire. Say what? So. You know, but we're gonna wrap it up. So I want to just tell y'all a few things. If you bought a raffle ticket, I'm gonna pull in a second. The raffle, so everybody's ticket, you automatically get $15 off a bundle. That's you get both books. 
you get $15 off the bundle price. You also get 25% off uh, Business of Winning course, one of my courses that talks about schedules, um, how to create passive income. That's my specialty, how to create multiple streams of income. Um, look at they not the edge. I should go to the Um, and you know, and the whole stuff, you know what? I'm gonna tell you, I remember because I, I forget. I ain't gonna read it all. I just want to tell you what's in it. Um, achieving passive and active income, higher quality products. So one way that I'm able to make passive income, I don't offer trash. I do not offer trash, and I talk about it in the course. Sometimes we just want to put stuff out, and it's cool. You don't have to perfect it. But when you offer quality, people keep coming back. Um, so I talk about that. I talk about my schedule and how I build. One of my clients, um, Malika, talks about personal and business credit in this one. Um, how I open three locations in under a year. Like I'm when I move, I move. Remember that little song? Um, and so I, I moved really quickly. I talk about all of that in the course as well. And then how I, you know, all these people that talk about how their money kept escalating. I talk about how you can grow your income in 90 days. So you get 25% off of that. The raffle itself, you're going to win. I was trying to think about something cute. You'll win a chance to be on my next podcast. You could use it one of two ways. You could use it if you win. You could use it for branding. You can come on. I can talk about, we can talk about your business, whatever you do. We can air it. Or you could use it as a session where you ask me questions to help your business or help your money. I think people will want to hear that too. Um, so if you that's what I'll be pulling for. If you already one of my clients, I'm a pull again. I'll let you get on the pot. <laughs> um, you can get on there, but I want somebody that I don't talk to all the time. Um, like because you clearly on this side, I pull you on there. That's super. But yeah, so and then that's it. Cause we're gonna start wrapping up. Yeah. If you have questions for me, I'm gonna be lingering here. Melissa's gonna be yeah. lingering around. My daughter is you know, if y'all could, in the back, do, do a review, like a 30-second, I came to the event, I loved it, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. I do post everything if you follow me on social media, so, you know, I'm going to post it. Um, but do one so people can know what you enjoyed, what you learned, and take a second, and yeah. So, But thank you so much for coming, and I, oh, I got to pull a raffle. So, but Andrew Mangle around. I'm going to get the raffle. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. I believe now you have so much more information on how to pull multiple six figures from your business. To get more, join me in New Orleans May 11th 2023 through May 14th of 2023 for the multiple six figure year conference and intensive inside of the Four Seasons Hotel in New Orleans. Over four days for this conference, we'll discuss, I'll bring in speakers to discuss Airbnbs, commercial real estate, property investment. Of course, you know, I'm going to grace the stage with passive income and how to build that multiple streams of income, stock investing, and then even more speakers on everything from building your investment portfolio, pulling money out of your business and being that top income producing entrepreneur in 2023 tickets are available now at 
drshikasquare.com slash multiple six for your year. Or you could just go to the website, click on attend events, and then click on multiple six-figure wealth conference. We have a limited number of VIP and luxury VIP tickets available. So make sure you get your VIP ticket before they're gone. Conference attendees and tickets are also available. Make sure you get your tickets today.